I love these shades, y'all. If you can see, which most of you should be able to see, because this is also going up on YouTube. Yeah, guys, check out Herdat Media's YouTube um, mm-hmm. if you want to see our beautiful faces and sometimes my beautiful glasses. Today, Aaron laughed in my face. And um, why are you make? I like the shades. He laughed in my face. He didn't even let me say, hey, hey, hey. He didn't say, hey. He just started off the episode by <laughs> laughing in my face. Um, I think it counts as bullying. Name them. Name them. <laughs> Name them. But we're going to let that go. I am here and I am in glasses and a pink crop top because I just did not feel like doing my makeup today. So I was just like, let me throw on some glasses and, you know, set the vibes for the girlies. Like I have in a ponytail, I have on a pink crop top and I have on some flower sunglasses that I wanted to show off. And a really cool thing about me is that not only do you guys send me memes and you're like, oh, this is so you, Kea, but sometimes when you guys see really cool sunglasses, you guys send me sunglasses because I like sunglasses. <laughs> like I literally uh, have sunglasses that have no lenses. I have sunglasses that are like, they light up in a room with their LED sunglasses. They light up to the rhythm in the room. I have sunglasses that are just like, uh, very forward looking. I'm like a sunglasses kind of girl. It doesn't have to always be name brand. They just have to be interesting. So uh, maybe I'll bring some of the sunglasses to the podcast. And you know, one of our friends, Emily, she does sunglasses more than anyone yeah. that I know. And, you know, she does it well. So shout out to Emily from She Speaks Bravo. But hello, we are back and we are black in action. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. This is our Bravo episode. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of a little jealous because now I want sunglasses and I feel like it's a bit too late for that. So late. Yeah, you can even run and get it if you wanted to. No, I can't. And that's why that's what you get for laughing in my face. I'm I'm handcuffed to my seat. Uh so next time I will be wearing sunglasses. Hell yeah. Let's just try a bunch of things out now that we're on camera. And if you see us doing or looking a certain way and, and looking like idiots, don't say anything. Just join in. We want you at home to join in on our antics. So the next time we come and we have sunglasses on, we want you to pause the video, go get your sunglasses, put them on and continue to watch the video or listen to the podcast. And we'll let you know on the podcast if we're wearing the sunglasses. Um, You guys, I just wanted to address one other thing that we have gotten DMs about, which is I thought that the issue was solved, but some people are still messaging us saying that they're not getting notified when we release new episodes. And I don't know what's up with that. Our feed is, it's one feed. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're black. It's cool. So maybe um, what you should do is maybe like unsubscribe from our feed and then resubscribe or 
update your Apple app or whatever app it is you use to listen to us or just come on over to YouTube and watch us so you can see our faces and we can feel like we see your beautiful faces. So yeah, we're here. We have new episodes. We don't plan on skipping any episodes anytime soon. Even next week is Thanksgiving and I don't know if we're recording on Thanksgiving. Don't think so, but we'll probably do one beforehand so that way you're still fed exactly exactly so make sure you just refresh that feed like here said that's actually a really good idea unsubscribe and then subscribe again because i know um sometimes that's the problem maybe your podcast app isn't up to date and i've had to do that on a few occasions with a few of my favorite podcasts so i think that's a great tip something else that we're doing is that we announced on threads that we are going to start manifesting who we want to have as guests on the show. We know that you have suggestions, which that comes first. Like what you guys want will always come first because we wouldn't be here without y'all and we want you guys to have a good time listening. And we also don't just want to have guests on just because they're big no no shade just because they have a lot of followers we just want it to be very genuine uh with people that we really like fuck with so uh i did like maybe a starting five i think it was either four Mm -hmm. or five i know that i said number one was christina ariel number two was naya Number three, I believe, was Gibsonoma. I love to just refer to him by his Instagram name. I know also Watch What Crappens yes. was one. And who am I missing? Oh, the very, very hilarious and gorgeous Nia, uh, who she has a feed of like black luxury that I'm obsessed with and she's a very good supporter and we DM with Nia all the time and she thinks that we are so messy and it's so funny not messy because uh, I'm telling her like when when we have on people we are very respectful of course we're gonna get nosy we're gonna get all in your business we're gonna do everything that we need to do to give a good show but we're also gonna talk about like your interests what are you watching how did you grow up what are you eating more importantly like fun things like that so obviously we're not one of those pods who are just so thirsty to either break a story continue on a story break down people like be negative no like we just want to have a good time and we want you to have a good time so with that being said let us know who you want on the pod and we'll do our damnedest to at least ask because someone someone said kenya and i'm like as much as i would love kenya baby i don't know if we have that cloud yeah i don't know if we have that connect yet but i would i would definitely say you know baby steps hey throw it out there manifest it for for us. us that's the biggest thing is that if you can believe then you, you can, can achieve. achieve. 
exactly yeah. jinx you'll me a soda yeah. so uh yeah that is the house cleaning the housekeeping this is a bravo episode we haven't done this in a while not the bravo episode but what about what we're about to do is mm-hmm. bravo liberty bravo liberty bravo liberty <laughs> which is obviously the hot topics that are floating about in the mm-hmm. bravo sphere and Aaron is going to be the the guide and the host of Bravo Liberty today. I definitely want to get into it. I want to ask y'all, have you seen Heavenly's latest episode? I believe it's on YouTube. I, I, well, I know it's on YouTube. I think it's on Carlos King's channel. But they do like little episodes together promoting Married to Medicine, etc. Getting into other Bravo tea. Um, Dr. Heavenly spoke on Sweet Tea. And y'all know it's been a lot of stuff floating around, you know, even on the show with her being a gold digger, they're calling her all kinds of stuff. Um, And Dr. Heavenly took to Instagram. I want to preface this by saying Dr. Heavenly actually likes Sweet Tea. I can't tell. Yeah, despite what people might think, she likes her. Um, The only thing is, you know, Dr. Heavenly is just a bit shady. So uh, she spoke on it and she said that she felt Quad, if Quad wanted uh, Dr. G back, that she can easily have him back. Despite, Which is a fact. Despite Sweet Tea being married to him now. So this you think a that's fact. a fact? Okay. This, is, this is not an opinion. This is 100% a fact. Donna Gregory did not want to let go. I mean, as toxic, and we saw how toxic their relationship was, mm-hmm. he did not want to let Quad go. And even though he may put on a front that he's completely over her, it was the worst time of his life, he wanted this and she wouldn't give it to him, he wants to spin the block. He wants that old thing back. And this is no shade against Sweet Tea. It just is what it is. What do you think about that? Um, I do think that Dr. G and Quad are done with each other. I think it's like a mutual thing. Uh, And I I feel like it's moved forward a bit too much. Like, if this was... If, if we were talking about the reunion where they last spoke and, and all of that happened, then I would say, yeah, I think it could be feasible and work out. But now I feel like with Sweet Tea, I don't know about that. I'm not saying I want you to think about the actual like the main question, mm-hmm. not like if he. um you know, if, if this was the reunion, when the, the timing, are they done with each other? Do they want each other? That's not the the question. The question is, if Quad did want Dr. Gregory back, do you think she would be able to pull? Not at this time. Not at this time. So you yeah. think that Dr. G is completely faithful to Sweet Tea? Oh, no, I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. I'm not going to go that far. Um, But I think Kim and Quad are done. Okay, so you think that that's a wrap for sure? I do. I think that's a wrap for sure. Ever, ever. Too many things, as they would say on Marriage of Medicine, too many things have transpired between the two. So I just don't see that happening again. I also want to know, do you think that Sweet Tea and Dr. G make a good couple? 
could you see them together long term? I could absolutely see them together long term because Sweet Tea has made it clear that she wants an older man mm-hmm. who gives her access to the money and have a child. And I think that Dr. G is that older man with the stability who, if you know they want to, they can have a child. And he seems more into her than she is into him. So I do think that they would be in it for the long term. But what I will say is if something was to go wrong, Sweet Tea would take him for all he's got. Hmm. That's a hard take. You think so? I mean, a lot I of think it's very obvious. Yeah. I think it's super obvious because she is in a group about younger women dating older men. She has made it clear that she's happy that she got access to the money. She has made it clear that she's moved in and made it her own place. She has made it clear that, you know, she wants to have children and that, you know, when she leaves, she's not leaving with nothing. She got married for a reason and she got married to him for a reason. And that reason is not attractiveness or attraction. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, I'm still, I feel like maybe I need to fill her out a bit more. I'll say this. I do enjoy sweet tea. I have been enjoying her. It's like, it's hard to dislike her. Um, and I and I feel like I can like quad and you know quad. You can. Day, I'm gonna choose quad. Or I'm gonna choose quad over everybody. But it's like being one of the women. Like yeah, they're hanging out yeah. with sweet tea, but some of them they are for, like Phaedra, for example. Yeah. She's going dress shopping, which is very weird to me. But she's going dress shopping with sweet tea, and she's still able to be friends close friends with quad so in in that same vein if you're able to be a fan of both if she's able to be a fan of both you're able to be a fan of both yeah so i have been enjoying her a lot uh and i think i have to see a, a little bit more of her to really determine that but like you said the proof is in the pudding i mean i can't deny what she said so far this is all we have this is all the information we have so based on this information it would easily seem like she's just with him for the money or because this is what she's always imagined her whole life being with the older man and for him yeah i think that she was very intentional Mm-hmm. She was she was very intentional in her dating, and she got exactly like what she was looking for. And my thing is is like, why are we not we, but like the collective we? Why are we acting as if he didn't choose her because she was a younger, attractive woman with a body that he enjoys? So why is it that oh my god, this girl is such a gold digger when it's like? oh my God, this grown-ass man could find another grown-ass woman if he wants to. Be clear. Just like with Mia and Gordon, that whole situation, why do you think that you chose Mia? Because she had a fat ass and some nice cities. 
why do you think that Mia chose you? Because you had a fat pocketbook and a nice house. So I think if we're going to judge her, we're actually going to have to judge him. Now, as far as if I like her, I don't know if I could say that I like her, but I do not dislike her. What do you think about the, because this episode, we're not really going to dive too much into yeah. Married to Medicine and Potomac because we have a lot to get to with Salt Lake City and Beverly Hills, which we haven't mm-hmm. talked on at all. But I do want to know, just from this episode, what did you think about the dress shopping portion? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it it didn't seem forced, even though I did wonder, like you, why Phaedra was on this particular trip. I was like, um, I was a bit confused, but I think they're just trying to form a bond between the cast. That's really what I think just on the outside looking in. Uh, but I liked it. I liked the final dress too. I thought she was gorgeous. Um, but I will say, even though I know you didn't ask, uh, I'm ready for this bachelorette party. That's what everyone is ready yeah. for and waiting on. Because for Quad to come to her ex-husband's new future bride's bachelorette right. party after she literally basically just got done scolding them for bringing Quad up, that's interesting. And I actually seen the sneak preview of the next episode. Um, Tori is going to have a wine tasting event. And that's when Heavenly is going to be Heavenly towards Sweet Tea and really get into a few things we've been wondering. So I look forward to seeing it. Heavenly can be a little bit hellish when she wants yeah. to. And that's just that on that. Well, that's how she is. She's always going to be like that. Is there any other Bravo Liberty that you want to dive to, or do we only want to talk about that topic for today? Yeah, I would say that. That's all I got, y'all. Everything else. It's just stuff that you've seen over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. I think we've already hashed out about BravoCon, so. I'm, I'm so BravoCon now. <laughs> I don't even want to Wait, talk about it, because they're like, they're at the panel at the Beverly Hills, they talk about, like, I've all, I already know. It's just different when you were there. No yeah. shade. We were there. We seen, um, and I think we showed you. We literally posted all the panels, most of them at least. The important ones. We didn't yeah. post Beverly Hills because we weren't close. But I told you on Threads exactly what was going on, and it was mainly the main event was Kyle and Mauricio's marriage, and I went into detail about how Mm -hmm. Kyle felt about the ladies talking about her marriage. So, yeah. Okay, we're done with Bravo Liberty. Let's get into these recaps. We have a few episodes, so it'll be not an episode by episode recap, but like what's happened so far recap. Mm -hmm. Let's get in to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, since that's the one that's been running. And that, I mean, there hasn't been an episode that's missed yet. Yeah, yeah, and we're seeing, I actually think that I'm getting the perfect amount of Mary, too. Right, I don't need Mary to be a friend of like she's less than a friend of she's more like a special guest and i think that's just the right amount because 
with that mouth, we don't it's know what's going to come out. Yeah, it's, it's way too much, and it'll throw the vibe off. But but when I, I she does that. show up, she is herself, and yeah. she gives us something every single time. I know that some people have uh, complained, like, why is she even on the cast? Why is she invited? Why do we need her? And it's because she can give us a bare minimum, and we'll still ask, like, wow, when is the next Mary scene? Wow, that was so horrible. Wow, that was so hilarious. Like, she gives us exactly how much of Mary that she needs because if you had any more than that, you kind of walk away feeling weird. But I think the point of contention, we can go storyline by storyline, mm-hmm. but the main point of contention other than Lisa versus Monica is people want to know what we think about Monica and her mom. What do you think about that situation? Do you think that it's all her mom or do you think that it's Monica and her mom or do you think that no one is really to blame or what what is it that you think because she talks about how uh her mom is you know we see how terrible she can be but at the same time she also has these moments where she's like oh I remember growing up um you know we had like these Mormon people who would come to our house and it felt like they were, you know, like siblings. And then she also talks about how when her husband's family basically like abandoned her, her mom would come over every holiday. And even though it wasn't a good time, her mom would still come over and they made that a thing. So what do you think about Monica's relationship with her mom? I think it starts with her mom. I do think her mom is to blame. But I think now that she's an adult, she's also to blame because you have to be in control of your actions. Every time you don't get your way, and we see this outside of her relationship with her mom, she throws these tantrums and fits. She gets loud. You can't really talk to her. And even that was her problem with Lisa, too. You can't. It's it's hard to communicate with someone who's so loud and who's so just they just think they know everything. She's childish. She's extremely childish, but her ultimately her mom is to blame because that's how she was raised. I believe in her childhood, that's probably how she got her way a lot of the time. So that's just what she was taught to do. And even in her adulthood, I think it's just what we see with the car situation. It's like a bunch of weird shit. Your mom just takes your car all of a sudden and then just brings it back like nothing happened like hey i wanted to talk to you so now i brought you back your car in a burberry suit yeah and then walks home i don't know i kind of liked it i like it for tv i like it for tv but the relationship is extremely toxic i go back and forth between feeling really bad for monica but also feeling like you are like she wants to call Lisa 50 years old and and all these names you're 40 years old you have the car in your mom's name you know that you have four daughters so as soon as you're able to get the car out of your mom's name you shouldn't allow her to do that you need to get the car in your name or get a different car like it's weird too being on Housewives of Salt Lake City you are presenting yourself as a housewife of Salt Lake City so with that being said, I wouldn't even show that part of my life if that was the truth. 
Like, you wouldn't even know about that. I'm sorry. But that's the caveat. What Andy said was, because Jeff Lewis said something very savage at BravoCon. He was like, Monica is on food stamps. And I'm like, oh my God. But then Andy like recovered and was like, I think that's why we like Monica so much because she is showing what it's like not to necessarily be of a certain, um, you know, have a certain amount of money. But then on one hand, it's like, yeah, that's relatable, but it's like, it's too much. Like you're too, Gina was in the casita and we're always roasting Gina for being in the casita. But this woman, like she has a whole house, but she doesn't have a car. And you're on Housewives and you're calling Lisa 50 years old, but you're 40 years old and you seem more irresponsible because you're talking about therapy and how therapy doesn't work with your mom, but you also need therapy for your own personal problems because you don't just have problems with your mom. You have problems with your friends, the people around you, because she had that squabble with um, Angie. She has problems with her relationship because she cheated on her husband, went back, and then broke up again. You have problems with yourself because you have low self-esteem about where you're, uh, where you are in your life. And then you have problems with your mom on top of that. So it's not just all her mom. Her mom is terrible. Please don't get me wrong. She's like, mommy fucking dearest but at the same time when you introduced your mom we met her when they were basically like doing i don't know baby clothes or whatever it was that they were selling she was rolling up and they were packing and it didn't seem like uh the relationship that she's presenting now like did you pivot into showing how toxic the relationship is because before you were with the mom and you were with her mom and it was like this family unit of you are a single mother and you have a business and you have four daughters and they're helping you with the business and your mom helps you and your mom watches the kids and your mom is this your mom is your rock and then all of a sudden now you're basically telling everyone how horrible your mom is so it's just like i'm not doubting her but it's just very confusing everything is very confusing and she's taking it out on the people around her i agree because at first i did not see i didn't think it was going to get to this point now i will say also although her mom is extremely toxic is she likable (laughs) yeah i'll say it she gives me like somebody from like is that show called the kings of queens with kevin james yeah i feel like, like she she's would one fit, of those like, characters on she's like a recurring yeah. character that comes in like every four and she's episodes. a bit fun and then until it's not fun and then you're like oh damn like she's horrible but then she comes back again like at the Nets event, and you, and then she she said something like really funny, and you're like, oh, she's not that bad. <laughs> so it's like you keep going back and forth, and that's how I also feel with Monica as well, because there are certain moments where I'm like, okay, I can deal with her, but then it's like at her grandma's retirement center when they're trying to play bingo, and you're doing all this cursing and like the stuff she was saying, it was just a bit much. 
Yeah, and then she has her. She has the nerve to be like, "You called me a motherfucker." Like, look at you and what you're doing and how you have these. Daughters. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like time and place. I don't know. She is a lot, and I, I just don't know. Like, although she's bringing very good storyline, whether it's the whole thing mm-hmm. with Angie K, which Lisa got on Angie K's ass, and I'm glad about that because I'm sorry. I know you're an Angie K fan. No, that, fake as fuck. I do. Um, I will. I have to say. I we'll get to, into that. You know. We'll get into that. She has that storyline with Angie K. She has the mom storyline. She has the I fucked my husband's brother storyline. She has a lot of storyline, but I'm like, is this the right show though? Because it's just like you have you have a lot going on, but you might have too much going on for me. I it's- seen a post that was like she's TLC. Yeah, she's meant for TLC. She's not meant for Bravo. And I absolutely agree with that. I think in some elements she's good, but it's just a a bit too much. Would you bring her back for next season? No. Me either. That's so crazy. Because I know that usually when someone has multiple storylines, it's like bring them back immediately. But whether I like them or not, like because they're good for the show. But with this, it's like, I don't know, you're kind of missing the mark a bit. Yeah. I think it's just a bit a bit too much. Okay, so let's move on to some of the other Salt Lake City ladies. What do we think about um, Whitney in general? Like her, like what is her storylines this year? Being mad at the man because he's not able to pay for her stuff anymore like that. I mean, but they just got their daughter a golf cart for her birthday. I, that was a bit confusing. I did like the the little party that they had for her. And she's like, I can drink all the, uh, what did she say? I can drink all the Dr. Pepper I want. <laughs> Same. Yeah, but she's not really um, doing anything. And I don't know. I kind of like it for her. I'm like, just stay out the way a little bit. And let the other girls do what they're doing. What did you think about her talking about how um, in her household she doesn't use certain language and that, you know, her kids can hear Lisa? Because I, I was split about that. Like, on one hand, absolutely, you have to respect someone's household. But on yeah. the other, if you have an adult friend coming over um, and y'all are getting into the gossip and the tea, go in another room or, or tell your kids to Yeah, or meet room. up. Meet up. You don't have to necessarily go to your place if you don't want that in your house. I respect and I understand it, but just watching it, it just doesn't make any sense. If this is where you agreed to film, you like you know what you're going to be talking about. It also seemed out of character for Whitney because I'm not saying that she's a bad mom. That she's a, a really great mom. Like she yeah. loves her kids. She has um, events for them. She's doing the best for them. And, you know, she's going to work for them, going to bat for them, all that good stuff. But at the same time, where does that come from? Like, you've had multiple people at your house to have these scenes. 
and you've never been like she made it like a real point i don't know it was just weird yeah it was it was really strange um but you know i can't judge people for how they want to run their household that's that's just that i just thought well, I it was can. a weird time i think that she should be consistent like mm-hmm. if you're going to set those rules set them for everyone or go and have your conversations where you need to have your conversations go to starbucks or you should go to lisa's house but don't like all of a sudden change pieces but i completely agree like if you have kids in your house and they're within an ears reach then you should not be using certain language you know you should be cognizant of what you're saying but it's just like you have a big ass house go in another room don't be weird a house so big a house is not a home. Like with a, with an outdoor area at that. So exactly, you were just out there painting tiki torches, which was a mess. Um, so it's like just go somewhere else. And then she was like, "Oh, my kids think that we're mad at each other." Like she just made it such a huge deal that it kind of pissed me off. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. let's move on. Heather Gay, she is really pushing this bad Mormon book. That's her storyline. And that, you know, she wants to tell Lisa how, you know, she can be an, um, a Heather's on my nerves. Go on. Heather's on my nerves. I just don't like the whole thing. I really want to talk about her putting her two cents in the whole, in Jack's mission and what he has going on. I thought that was totally, like, not her place. And it was right. weird. I, I don't know if she did that to promote the book or whatever. But I wish she would have chose like, something else. I totally agree. Like, it feels like everything that she's doing is to promote this bad Mormon book, which I thought we were over with that last season. But at the same time, it's just like, it's always some bullshit with her, with this book, because I don't like, one, you're trying to ex- tell someone how to practice their religion, and yeah. people practice their religion differently. Just because you got excommunicated from the church and now you're capitalizing off of it, doesn't mean that every Mormon needs to be a by-the-book Mormon like you were. You don't get to tell people how to act. You don't get to tell people that they're not really I also think it's, really it's, it's more serious, too, when you're talking about somebody's kids. It's right. like, if this was your opinion on Whitney, or if this was your opinion on Lisa, even, fine. But when yeah. you bring kids into, the pl- into play... It's it's really weird, especially when you just had a conversation with your daughters about how they might be bullied at school, etc. Why would you do that? And then on top of that, she's talking about when she did her missionary or whatever it's called. Um, that was sorry, babe. She did her mission in like nineteen fifteen. In the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, like and camera it is like, said. 2023 now so this is 2023 so many things have changed so you can't tell people oh he's going to be going door to door to convert people everyone is doing something you know it it might be that or it might be something else so this is also like 2023 you don't know what it's like because why are you so worried about it if you are out of the church it doesn't make any sense. Like, she really pisses me off with that. Like, that's some how, like, 
if someone came up to you and was like, oh no, you can't believe in God because you're wearing polyester or they pick something out of the Bible and they're like, oh, you're doing that wrong. So you must not believe in God. <laughs> you're not God. You're not me. It's like, really strange really too. Like, what is she getting at? How, how do you feel about Meredith? Meredith, I think that she is taking a little bit of a back seat this season because she's carried the last two seasons, but she still is kind of being the bone carrier. But this is the thing with the whole Angie K thing. <laughs> she wasn't the one who said the rumor. It was again, Monica. Monica. Yeah. So now Angie K is blaming Meredith about starting a rumor or having ammo or whatever that bullshit is when it's like you you're talking to the person who started that shit I did like to see the um the segment where her and Seth had the podcast that was a nice yeah and then they realized they weren't recording and that was like yeah I do I do enjoy Meredith um I like I like seeing the back and forth with her and NGK. I just do. Yeah, I mean you like drama. I do. And that's I do. Fair. I like it. How, what are your feelings towards NGK? I think that Lisa got her good because don't tell me like we're loyal people. I get exactly what Lisa meant. If you telling me you don't like a bitch, you don't fuck with a bitch, um, the same bitch that you don't like called your husband gay and said that he's good in bed and men are talking about him and all this stuff and now you're kicking in her face while she is attacking me and how i look and what i do you're telling me one thing and you're doing another and i'm so loyal that i look like an asshole in a situation where i was trying to protect you pillsbury doughboy so yeah, Angie can go. She's boring. Um, I like Angie. You always have. I always have. I always will. You know. And, but, but what do you I think th- about her fakeness? Their fake assness. Um, it's it's complicated because I do understand her wanting to be like maybe hearing Monica out and wanting to start a new leap with her. But mm-hmm. I do believe she could have accomplished that without kicking with Monica at that event when Lisa was singing and all that extra shit. Because then it makes you look two-faced. Had she not done that, and had she been pretty upfront about what she was doing in the conversation that she had, which maybe I could understand why she even waited, but had she just not did the kicking and the two-faced shit, I think Lisa would have been fine with that. Right. That's my thing is, okay, you want to drop something? We can drop it, but let me know. Right. You're fake as fuck. Like, I don't know. I don't like that shit. That fake behavior is, mm -mm, it's no for me. I get exactly where she's coming from. Because I've been in that situation. So, multiple times. Because I'm a Capricorn, so I'm loyal. So, when people drop stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm going to drop it, but I just personally don't like the bitch, but I wouldn't keep going with her like Lisa was, but the only reason that Lisa kept going at her is because she's thinking that Angie K doesn't fuck with her. Right. 
And she's just so, like, oh, I feel like I'm in the middle. I feel like I'm in the middle. No, you put yourself in this situation. There, but, I okay. will admit that was the one thing from Angie K that I did not like. Um, prior to that, I, we were having such a great time. You need to DM her and be like, hey, don't do that shit again. Don't do it again. And um, but what's I, so I funny think she's going to be on the is right track. Monica got on Twitter and talked about how she hurt herself at Angie K's house. And what's so funny is that Monica was by herself at BravoCon. Angie K wasn't hanging out with her. Lisa wasn't hanging out with her. Heather wasn't hanging out with her. Whitney wasn't hanging out with her. Meredith wasn't hanging out with her. So if you're kikiing with Monica and you wanted to start on a new leaf and you forgave her for calling your husband gay and telling that your husband had boyfriends all over town and all this bullshit, why weren't you uh, fucking with her at BravoCon? Oh, because everyone's against her because everyone got beef with her because she's a fucking problem. So I think that Angie K really needs to get it yeah. together. I agree. I agree. Me personally, I couldn't have did it, especially if you're talking about my household and then you're making all these accusations about my significant other. It's just a, a bit strange. Accusations. Yeah. But yeah, that is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. There has been no like non-watchable episodes. I feel like it's just been yeah. hit after hit after hit. Even the filler quote-unquote episodes are good because this was like a, a little bit of a filler episode. I love seeing yeah. Lisa and Monica go back and forth. I like seeing Meredith and Angie K go back and forth. What I don't like is Heather just being you know whatever she's being i don't like that shit but let's move on to something that just came back we're on the third episode of real housewives of beverly hills obviously the question on everyone's mind is not just about kyle and mauricio which i will ask you about that (laughs) after but what did you think that sutton had that huge bitch fit about because she wasn't chose first. She so you wasn't don't chose think it first was because to go. she was on the American. No, not at all. I mean, that was a great reason. I was like valid when she said that. I'm like, well, maybe so. But now, after seeing everything play out, it's definitely because she wasn't chosen first. You came. You had your singles. You were ready to turn up. The you had your that, pants on. The thing that really did it for you was <laughs> the split. The open leg thing. Which, okay. Granted, my mom would have probably felt the same way. She would have been like, now this is too much. Like, she is doing so much. Yeah, my mom would have walked out. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I understand that, but just don't make the moment about you. That was my biggest problem. I have been agreeing with Erica a lot. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. You were like, so far, the star of this season has been Erica. Erica is and the I star wanted to elaborate on that. Erica is the star of the season. I like how she's coming. I like that she says what she says. She's not really too like confrontational about it she'll just make her points and she'll move on and i like that i get it why am i gonna sit here and argue with you especially when i just got done going through all this shit do you think that i'm gonna sit here and argue with you you got it like you can have it 
But what did you think about the newest episode when she ran into the Magic Mike guys and she was like, "This is she like, said, God, this is at you guys." Yeah. What did you think about that? I thought she was absolutely right for it. You're messy as hell, then. I'm, I'm maybe a little messy, but I thought she was right for it because it's like I understand that this was perfect timing and i do kind of feel like what she said has some truth to it do i think it was god not exactly but do i no. think it was just like god is like why am i in it convenient absolutely you mean to tell me i'm about to get on this elevator and then it's like your ass who fucked up my night is right here by me and then the dancers on the stage who were showing me a good time are right here She's like, this can be more perfect. Even Garcelle, once the situation was over, she's like, come on. Like, they were in the elevator. And then Sutton's like, I don't like that. For her to embarrass me? But Sutton embarrassed herself. Because why are you walking out? You're storming out. You're running into the bathroom. You're you're bringing the what what is it the ballet what is she a part of the American Ballet Foundation she's on the board of the American you're bringing them up and they're they're probably like we don't want any parts like they're eating their granola and they're sitting at the table it's fine they're practicing Black Swan and they're like we don't give a fuck about this at all and playing Bridgerton music they do not care they're like heel toe heel toe we don't care what you're doing Mm -hmm. dude. And she's just so, like, focused on that. She's like, and then she just did a split, and she opened her legs, and I'm like, Erica was having a good-ass time. And Kyle had a good-ass time, too. And I just love that so much for Kyle, because when she got done, that's when she went to go find Sutton and comfort her, and she was like, oh, yeah, Sutton. And then when she came, she's like, well, I can't really say shit, because I just had the time of my life. The only thing that I didn't like about Kyle in that situation was that Sutton told her to like get the fuck up, get out of my face, like leave me alone. And then Kyle kind of like made it about her. It's like, but I do believe Sutton, you're acting fucking weird. Like this is Crystal's birthday. This is an event for everybody. Go the fuck home if you don't want to be there. But don't sit in in, in, and ruin the event for everybody and then make everything about you because you know that people are concerned about you. They care about you. Probably not Erica. But now everybody that Erica is at the event with is now comforting you. So it's just her and Crystal. So now I look like an asshole because I'm sitting in here by myself while you guys are in the bathroom. My you know, thing just, is she shouldn't have left if she was just gonna come and preach to Sutton about why she shouldn't be upset. Like, girl, you're having the time of your life. Go back. Cause you you made it look rude because Sutton already left. Okay, Garcelle's her best friend. So let Garcelle go and comfort her. You were you were having fun, so go and sit with Dorit and Erica and make sure that Crystal's having a good time because it was Crystal's birthday. Her mind should have been on making sure that Crystal is fine. She could have checked on Sutton, sure, but she didn't need to go and then just like continue to ram on to Sutton. Like, girl, go and worry about what Morgan's doing. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up so far about Beverly Hills before we wrap up is Dorit and Garcelle 
Dorit has had some moments in confessionals that are hilarious to me. But when it comes to Garcelle expressing how she felt about not feeling safe talking about her kids with the group and Dorit kind of just made it about her. And then when they were in the Sprinter van, I think it was this more, most recent episode, she's like, oh, you don't need to be yelling. It's just like anything that Garcelle does, Dorit is on her ass. And it's like, okay, well, let's just really talk about what your storyline is. You keep getting robbed. Maybe if you shut the fuck up and worry about your house and your purse and stop telling people how to feel about their kids and being in people's business and stop telling people how to feel, you wouldn't keep getting robbed. Um, anyways, so before we wrap up, obviously, it's very early in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We're only on episode three. So uh, the only other thing that was bothering me, and I want your opinion on it, is Dorit and Garcelle. When Garcelle is expressing how she didn't feel safe really talking about her kids with mm. them, which was very understandable. <laughs> like the way they acted, one, Diana, that whole thing with the bots, not saying she did it, but we don't know who did. Two, Kyle, three, Dorit, four, Mauricio, five, PK. You, you guys were like literally mumbling and cackling in a scene about my underage son getting yelled at. So yeah, if I don't feel comfortable talking to you about my fucking children, that's natural. And not only did Dorit make it about her, she continued her nasty ass attitude to the next day when uh, Garcia, I don't know what they were talking about, but Dorit is like, you don't need to yell. It's just whatever Garcelle does, Dorit seems to have a problem with. And it's like, girl, you keep getting robbed worry about getting robbed i don't know what it is with that though no, because i'm like i thought i just thought it was some one of those situations where she should have just heard her out and just let it go like even if you didn't agree whatever the case may be just hear her out and let her go it wasn't that deep let it go that's because if felt. someone talked about jagger and not jagger then she would literally have a heart attack but yeah. since it's garcelle talking about her underage children it's a I feel like. And it's it's kind of weird though because if Kyle had said this, she would have been all ears, and she would have just and been they're like, you so know what? sensitive totally. about Portia yeah. and you know the the looming separation that no one really wants to get down to that Kyle doesn't want to cop to. That's very obvious. You're so worried about that. You're so sensitive about that. You can understand that situation, but you can't understand that literally bots and real life people were saying racist things to your castmate's underage child and that you got caught in 4K laughing about how Erica was inappropriate with said underage child? It was ridiculous. I just don't get it. I don't get why they couldn't see it. And then it seemed like everybody else was kind of like siding with the re except for Erica. I think Erica was kind of like because you know. Erica knew she was dead wrong yeah. and she needs to redeem herself this season. I will yeah. say the sit down with Garcelle and Erica, I liked because I always thought that they would be friends, but they're just both very strong personalities. Yeah. And Erica really fucked up when she did that shit last year. But, you know, this year is about her 
going to therapy, trying to say that she's sorry and all that stuff. Especially struggle, like, and then her being vulnerable and open about her struggle and not being the place where she once was, even though, like, it's not where where I am. So it's hard for me to be like, hard to relate. Bad. Yeah, but it is admirable. I wouldn't say it's admirable. I would say that it seems like she's coming down to earth, whether it's a show, if she's faking it or not. I think that this is how she needs to, <laughs> you, you know, act. It? she needs to act remorseful and she's acting a little bit remorseful. And I'm here for it because I could not take another season of her just being a bitch all season. She's funny. She's funny as hell. Bet it all on blonde. She's like, God told me to do it. And I did it. Anything else? Yeah, that's Beverly Hills, guys. I'm excited to see the next episode. Um, excited for them to wrap up this trip and, and see what else Sutton does. Uh, They're off the trip now. Now Sutton is mad at, uh, at Erica for what she did. Do you see that part at the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it felt like a really long trip to Vegas, though. Like it felt like longer than we stayed. Yeah, (laughs) I agree with that. And they also said that Crystal is going to carry this season a lot. When and when is the new housewife going to get introduced? Because we're on episode three. Maybe the next one. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so what is the poster? Ooh, the poster is. Are you signing? What do like? Where do you stand in the Angie K. Lisa Barlow situation? Are you team Angie K. or are you team Lisa Barlow? Are you a fake ass bitch or you a real ass bitch? Which one are you? I'm Let a real ass bitch. Let us know. And what are you? Oh, I'm always gonna choose Lisa. Are you sure? Yeah. Even in this situation. Yeah. Especially in this situation, because it's like she made a, a valid point. She might have went about it wrong. Yeah, she did. She absolutely made a valid point. Um, but am, do I still want to see NGK on my screen? Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So that's the poster. We love you so much. Please rate our podcast five stars and subscribe to our Patreon, which we will be putting more episodes up very, very soon. And uh, share this YouTube video resubscribe to our feed please tell people about the podcast follow us on threads and we love you so much have a good weekend love y'all bye a huda media production